to Lease FM. Today I'm joined by Sean Newman, a.k.a. single player, a.k.a. also a member of Rap Boys, a.k.a. Yes. sat next to me in my journalism media law <laughs> yeah, class yeah. for like four months and I didn't know he did any of it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, sitting me, you, and Tyler Durgan, yes. former uh, Buzz editor. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a rough class. Yeah. That guy yeah. had no fucking clue how to teach I I liked him. Oh, okay. I'm gonna well. I'm gonna go against you immediately. <laughs> no, I didn't. I never paid attention yeah, in a I lot of classes. Was... And he like had a he was just like a strong talker. So I found myself paying attention. And it was like the stories of like all the cases. Yeah. So maybe it was maybe it was just the the content. What was it? I don't know. Was it like a Thursday morning class? It or was something? early. Yeah. Because I think the night before I would MC Frattle of the bands, and then <laughs> it, I would have to go show up for that yeah. shit, and I was like, not good. <laughs> and and I totally bombed the final. Oh, I have no clue. I probably got like a D. I was getting a solid A in the class, and then I like bombed the final. I got like a C minus overall. Yeah, like, my my grades in college were passing you know <laughs> that's it, all that matters at the end yeah. <laughs> um okay well welcome thank you so much for joining me um you know i've done i've had several champagne bands uh in here with me mm-hmm. uh, i had dan Durley mm-hmm. and i had uh emily blue from terra terra mm-hmm. ben montalbano mm-hmm. all the gang yep. recently <laughs> deadly habits do you know you know evan lyman yeah 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 i sure. just had him on last yeah, week so awesome. uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> Totally coincidence. Another former <laughs> Buzz editor, right. Buzz Magazine, exactly. <laughs> Represent, but um, but I thought of you instantly when I was trying to come up with like, okay, who else do I want to have? Because mm-hmm. your sound is so unique, and I've always loved single player. Um, and why don't we just talk a little bit about that band, course, that project, yeah. where it came from, what what it's all about? Man, um, well, I mean, single player as a name and as a project has been something I've had off to the side since I started playing in bands like whenever I'd write a song that didn't really fit with the band that I was playing with I would just put it off to the side I think the earliest I remember is like when I was in seventh grade so it's like been a long time but I mean it was way different yeah um really when single player became single player the band that it is now was probably around like 2012 when I went to college and went down and moved to Champaign-Urbana and uh just really like met a lot of different people and like went to different types of shows a lot of punk shows a lot of like hardcore punk shows and stuff and got really introduced to like a lot of different music and that's really what made the sound that's there now so which how would you describe uh i don't i've never i've always like had trouble with uh genres a lot of people the one that i've been like okay with is Someone will call it power pop, which sounds like kind of nice like to that, me. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. <laughs> but power pop. Yes. Yeah, so like, I I don't know. Like, of course, like the huge blanket of like indie rock could yeah. mean literally anything. Right. Or, and it's, I'll call it punk music, but it's not like, when you say punk music to someone, it's they're like, like, stick oh, it to the man. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, the Ramones or right. the Buzzcocks. Or yeah. Something. It's like not that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think power pop is like, cool with me i'm not even sure totally what that means yeah, but no, it sounds, sounds good nice, so. sounds i like pop music. yeah exactly <laughs> um i mean something that's really evident when you listen to 
a couple of your songs is like they're all basically under two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, can you talk to me about that? Yeah. Like that that sticks out right away as a cool different thing. Mm-hmm, of course, yeah. That I mean, that's every time I I mean, that's like always the one thing that comes up, especially like when I play a show. Someone comes up to me afterwards and like, I really like the short song structure and stuff like that. And I think a lot of that came from when I did move down to Champaign-Urbana and started going to more hardcore punk shows and stuff where the sets are no more than 10 to 12 minutes or so. Wow. And then it's, it's like songs are 30 seconds or, you know, like I just was surrounded by music like that. And I didn't necessarily like go home and listen to a lot of hardcore punk, like sitting in my room or something. I mean, I would still listen to country music or whatever I grew up with. So, but like going to shows like that, it would it just like really bled through and I just never really noticed how much it bled through till I sat down and was writing my own songs and just realized like, Oh, okay. Maybe like I'm stopping this part of the song here because like that it fits in with the shows that I'm going to be playing at because all these other bands are playing for like 10, 12 minutes or so. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, (laughs) and okay, let's, let's go back to then when Mm. you were growing up, like your first big, Influence. If we're going to get into these influences, yeah. who would you <laughs> cite? And it doesn't have to be musical. You, you course, mentioned yeah, yeah. when we were like messaging, mm-hmm. journalism has been a big yeah, know, backbone. Yeah. I think journalism was like more of a later influence. Like, okay, cool. Shortening things. Yeah. You know, like you always oh got to shorten sentences. Yeah. As small as you can. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> okay. so that, I mean, that editing process definitely came in there. But uh, growing up, I mean, I listened, my mom listened to pop country music like Tim McGraw, Shania Twain, Dixie Chicks, everything. So, I mean, I would listen to those cassettes in the van with her and yeah. stuff like that. And then, uh, I mean, listening to the radio, like Q101 and stuff like that. Or, oh, yeah. Um, I forgot the other one. What is 101.9? The Mix. The Mix. Yes. The Mix was a huge one because that would play like Sugar Ray and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And just like really catchy, uh, like, pop songs and everything and it was awesome uh Cheryl Crow like Avril Lavigne oh yeah like so good and then uh I guess the first like rock band that I ever really got into was ACDC which comes up on uh at the buzzer the last single player release um so I mean that was like a huge rock influence like finally getting like loud guitars and stuff right and then I at the first show I really went to that was like a rock show was Local H and I mean, I went there, I kind of went there by accident. It uh-huh. was an event that I went to with my uncle and he was like, oh, there's this band playing in the parking lot. Right. And it like blew my mind. I bought yeah. the CD at Best Buy or whatever the next day. <laughs> you know, I like went <laughs> all out. Like, so wow. yeah, that, those are a lot of the early influences. Totally. For sure. So then when did you like pick up a guitar or was what was your first kind of instrument that um, you... I, the, the first inf- instrument was definitely a guitar. Um, probably around like fifth or sixth grade mm-hmm. um that, that uh, that's another huge influence too excuse me that out? <laughs> before this we were talking about how i ate taco bell <laughs> short, <laughs> short, short a while ago and you just come heard back that up. come back up adorable <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so I, I i went to a new school and met a lot of new friends when i was in like third or fourth grade and a lot of them were all really into music and they really introduced me to a lot of music. Um, and I met all of my best friends there, all the people I still call my best friends. 
and they all were trying to start bands and stuff so i was like i also have to like play music yeah. so you know i have to fit in with these like, my on. new best friends right. you know i can't just like sit <laughs> off to the side so i learned how to play guitar that's hilarious that's like a sounds like a tv show of or course yeah, like yeah. A fourth grade band <laughs> yeah it was a f- sounded like a fourth grade band. Yeah. yeah i'm yeah. sure it what was, was the name of that uh the first one was called taxi squad <laughs> i don't know like i think that's like a phrase somewhere Killa. i don't know what that means but someone uh, my friend ryan came up with it and he was super stoked about it oh and yeah he was like one of our like friend leaders you know <laughs> that would be like okay trust what ryan says because right. he's really smart uh-huh. so we were like yeah that sounds cool i guess <laughs> and then taxi squad yeah then there was taxi squad and then in high school we started a band called the articulators oh and of course we had a band called portland because we were uh kids that were into rock and roll music yes. in high school right so, homage know. yes uh, <laughs> classic um i bet the girls loved oh, you for yeah, that one it was a huge hit huge and i also <laughs> had like long straightened hair in high school like <laughs> like did you straighten oh it? yeah yeah so, every day oh yeah i had to look 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 the, the part, part. Yeah. you had to look like was, you're a member <laughs> yeah. of portland you know I, wow i really went all in um <laughs> no kidding so <laughs> that's great do you remember the first I'm an open book right next <laughs> <laughs> that's that taco bell really loosened yeah, up yeah. um remember the first song that you ever wrote mm. like when did you decide like yeah writing Shoot. i should write a song i don't know if i could remember the first song i ever wrote i remember like the first single player songs okay and they were all a lot of acoustic songs because mm-hmm. i you know i would just like the songs that didn't fit in with bands were the songs that i'd write by myself with right. an acoustic guitar and be like well, it doesn't fit with the band because mm-hmm. it's just me. Yeah. So a lot of those songs were that. And I released an album in high school under the name Single Player. Wow. Oh, it was so like, it started as early as high school. Yeah, it was like 20 songs, but I deleted it off Bandcamp no. when I got to college. Or hit it. I, it's still uploaded to Bandcamp, okay. but it's hidden, so only I see it. Uh-huh. And sometimes when I go on to Bandcamp, like on my page, I'll be like, shit, did I like accidentally mm-hmm. upload it? But it's just <laughs> it's me still that there. I can see it. Um, but a lot of those songs are all like all acoustic songs and stuff. And what's the like content? Was it a lot of like high school Um, beef? Not Mm. too much. I, I will, a moment of pride for myself. I was never like super cheesy. I don't think so. Like, and I, yeah, there was no high school beef. (laughs) Um, (laughs) not like I got an F on this paper. A lot of like dumb made up stories. So, I mean, it still was like, maybe it was cheesy. I don't know. But like, you know, stuff about like. Like, oh, I learned about Abraham Lincoln today, so I'm going to write a song about <laughs> Abraham Lincoln or something. You know, or it <laughs> Wait, was real, that really? Yeah, there was a song called Mary Todd that was Aww, about Abraham Lincoln. That's sweet. <laughs> or, and Mary Todd, but. Uh, that's some Sufjan Stevens Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. that was probably when I was listening to Sufjan. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> that's great. So, so you're saying a lot of stories. Is there like a specific influence that like made you want to write songs um, that are like little vignettes or i guess not i mean i've been like self-reflecting a lot over the past couple months and stuff and i think storytelling is like my main goal in like Mm -hmm. life whether it's writing songs or interviewing people Mm -hmm. or stuff you know for journalism or whatever so um i think i don't know where that started i guess just like listening to um my family members just talk like my grandparents and aunts and uncles and stuff sit around a kitchen table and just tell all these stories from when they were growing up I mean I still could like I I don't think there's like a better situation or like place my favorite like place and situation would be sitting around a table listening to my family just like tell stories about stuff what was your like favorite one (sighs) 
I don't know. I guess there's like a just like you know stupid family stories where like someone like they were like uh, my mom, her sister, and her brother. I guess they were all sitting around and like they were all little kids, and my mom was watching her two younger siblings and they some one of them got into the car and backed up the car and like almost ran over the other one or something oh, no. and the car like rolled all the way down the street and then my mom got in trouble when it was my aunt and uncle that were the ones that actually did did the crime oh, but my man. mom did the time oh, <laughs> so shoot. i mean, it just like stupid stories like that like i could listen to those all day you yeah. know because just because they're like a personal like vignette or look into like your family members past lives before you knew them or before you even exist it's kind of like an amazing thing to yeah know. i don't know just i could go on about that for no totally <laughs> that's that's really cool um so okay first your first album mm-hmm. 20 songs in yeah, high school i think it was 19 or 20 did you share that with people i did and it, i like you know i was in high school i burned it on cds i remember literally like I did this with all the bands that I was in. I would walk, I would literally like would walk down the street and just find people that were also walking down the street in the suburbs of Chicago. Like, you know, they were asking for a kid to walk up and hand them a CD. (laughs) And I did that. And maybe they were a big person from, you know, Columbia. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. (laughs) Just hanging out, walking their dog. (laughs) So I did like stupid stuff like that. And that's great. I would just like try anything just to get people to listen to it. I mean, kids would literally smash it in front of my face or they'd be like, Oh, politely like, thank you. I'll go put this in the house or something, you know? Just dumb, mm-hmm. dumb stuff. I was no. a dumb kid doing dumb stuff. No, you were. <laughs> but yeah, I did with share that. straightened hair. Yes. <laughs> Blowing yeah. in the wind. <laughs> I'm sure I looked real great. Um, did you play shows in high school? I did, yeah. There was this uh, this venue called Sound Lab that was in Mokina, Illinois. Ooh. Literally a block away from my house. My uncle owned a veterinary clinic in, o- in Mokina. No way. The Mokina Animal Clinic. I see that sign all the yeah. time. Yeah. I think, it, is it still? That's Uncle Wayne. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he sold it, but yeah. Okay, it's but I think that's, it's a probably still the same name yeah yeah anyway this is interesting is that by sound bar (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that place was there and we like we would play shows all the time there what like like, what like in the middle of the afternoon or like oh no it was like nighttime like weekend or weeknight shows or whatever but i mean it was in like it was a high school venue for high school kids that's cool though we didn't have that in lagrange oh man you had to move (laughs) you gotta move to the the other side yeah (laughs) (laughs) but there are other places like there's a place called mojo's which i'm sure if you talk to Dan Durley for yes. 10 minutes, oh, that'll yeah. come up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Definitely like, heard of that. I'm sure I've been there. Of course, yeah. So there's, there are opportunities and venues around, which we were extremely lucky to have. Yeah. Um, and just like a lot of our friends that we knew all like to play shows mm-hmm. and write music and stuff. So it was just like a good, really healthy community to grow up in. So I did play shows, long yeah, story short. Yeah, totally. Um, what was the first band that you found that was of your time? We're moving on to Influence, mm-hmm. I guess, too. Unless you want to talk of more course. about ACDC. No, I mean, no, I, I think, think I'll leave that I've one. covered it enough <laughs> if you <laughs> listen to the album. <laughs> um, so what was the first band that you found that was like yours? Mm, you mean like that like was active while I was yeah. alive? You yeah. Um, I guess my friend Josh Carlson uh, and his brother, or Jake Carlson, mm-hmm. like they were huge influences on why I got into music when I was telling you about like when I first started to play guitar because right. my friends are playing guitar. Yeah. Um, they showed me this band Wolf Parade and this other band Interpol. Oh and, yeah. And like Interpol, I 
like I mean I remember like hating Spencer Krug's voice in Wolf Parade and mm-hmm. being like this is so stupid it's not Cheryl Crow or whatever <laughs> and just being like he's singing weird like a frog or something like I don't want to listen to this and then like finally seeing like a live video of them playing um I think it was at CMJ Fest over mm-hmm. I think that's in Toronto mm-hmm. um probably like 2005 I don't know what this video was but I've, I found that and like was like okay maybe it's not too bad like I it was uh it just like really blew my mind and I like accepted it. And then Interpol was so strange and mysterious to me. Cause I mean, with they've like, they're wearing suits. They look like they're in men in black. And then they're playing like all these like octave chords and stuff that just naturally sound weird. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It seemed like like the secret corporate band on a <laughs> mission or something. And it just like, it, it just like really interested me a lot. So mm-hmm. I really like them a lot. Too. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. Did you get to see either of them in um, high school? I've seen Wolf Parade a couple times. Um, and then I saw Interpol, I think only once. And it was at Lollapalooza. <laughs> so like the worst possible Classic. setting ever. I had to oh, cover God. Lollapalooza for my high school or for my college newspaper. Oh, us, yes. Which I keep talking about. Got those about. young media um, passes. Yeah. So we got media passes. And then I went by myself to cover Lollapalooza when it was like the worst experience of my life. Oh, I hated every minute What happened? I just like Everything. was surrounded by people I just didn't want to be around, know. you know, and like it. I think that's when I real like realized like, oh, I'm getting older and I don't want to go to like a party in the middle of a field anymore. Yeah. Like I don't know, <laughs> it was just it's like a, a eye-opening yeah, moment. It for is. Me. It's it's a it's a shit show. Mm. And I was by myself. Too, yeah. So it's just like boring. I don't know. I had some of the best Lollapalooza memories by myself. Really? I should yeah. try it out maybe again I don't at know. a different festival. Yeah, not all. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, I do like going to shows by myself though. Yeah, but me like, too. All day it would freak me out, and I think that's what got me. It's a lot because it is like you know, you're kind of just like yeah. this lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, but you make these like temporary little friends and yeah, people I'm look sure out I'd, for you like, after didn't a while eat or something too. It's just, I probably yeah. stupid. Like just I mean, didn't do like a basic human thing right, exactly. and just made myself miserable. Yeah. Um, so going to shows by yourself, is that anything like playing music by yourself? Um, <laughs> That's a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get it though. I'm trying to think. I don't, I, I've, I've been pretty like scared to play music by myself for a lot of like I mean I single players always with a full band yeah um this tour that I'm doing in October with Dan which I've done a couple like weekend tours with him and me and him are just really trying to like push each other to play music a lot because that's what we both want to do and Mm -hmm. we like had a long talk and just realized like we're both in the same boat and so we've been trying to plan all these like tours together good and i i mean like i've this so this is some of the first times where i've like performed by myself i've done it a handful of times before but not never like a tour or anything so um it's strange and it really i mean you have to be open and be able to talk I've, I've i've always been like super quiet when performing yeah in terms of like stage banter or whatever right. you want to call it like i a lot of times i used to like really doing single player shows where i would just say hey we're single player play the 18 songs in a row really quickly and they yeah. all go into each other and then be like thanks Bye. we're single player <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know i wouldn't, wouldn't say a thing <laughs> and i always thought it was like had a cool aura to it which i still think it sort of does but I never really exercised 
talking in between songs or mm-hmm. telling stories or anything. So it's a lot of like just getting used to that. Yeah, which is, is that something difficult. you've practiced before? Like in a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like to your dog crazy right, yeah exactly. I just sit in the room and talk to myself thanks so much for coming out tonight <laughs> someone walks by like right um no I've not practiced that well, maybe which maybe I should, should. yeah here wait maybe. practice on me right now go ahead hello I'm Sean and this is single player tell That's us perfect. a story <laughs> yeah exactly then someone's like uh like you know, some stuff, yeah, and then I don't know how to react. <laughs> yes, you can hear Dave Sagan from Rat Boys is in the studio, <laughs> sitting next to us drawing. Some people call me as producer. <laughs> Dave is my producer, produce, my personal producer. Really, Thanks, Dave. Awesome. I just turned on this microphone. If you want to. Oh, there you go. I'm the producer. Not really though. <laughs> Oh my god, you could turn the microphone Sean. down. Use you have your to cough be open permanently. <laughs> Right, um, but um, yeah, I mean that's always been really difficult. Yeah, it's like being I'm I've always been a pretty shy person personally mm-hmm. when it comes to like not working and like interviewing people or yeah. you know like w- talking with other other musicians off to the side or so you know talking right. to friends or whatever. But like in front of a crowd of people, that's always been like a difficult thing, and that's why I've always kind of like felt comfortable not saying anything when playing yeah for shows. Sure. But you can't really do that when you're playing by yourself because. Then it's awkward. You know, it's like, it would be super like, weird. Yeah. Guy. Just staring no. at the ground or something. Does Dan do crowd interaction? Dan's pretty, he's he's pretty a funny good at guy. That. Yeah. He's a funny guy. He's a little stand up. Just comedian. talk about Taco Bell. Yeah, I should. I should eat Taco Bell In between every each show song. Just burp. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that wasn't what I was going to say. That sounds good too. I was going to say, you know, you could like just tell a different Taco Bell related story in between mm. each song. But your songs are short, so it'd be like a lot of Taco <laughs> yeah, Bell. Yeah, I don't know if I have so maybe not. 20 stories <laughs> of going to the Taco Bell drive Make them up. Yeah. I mean, crazy. I feel like you're you're talking to the crowd, though, through your music. So it's like, don't worry about that. Thanks. <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, so back to the influences. Of course. Number three. Hmm. What do you think? So wait, who do we have so far? Um, Shania Twain and ACDC are one. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like a group of influences okay. as one. And then we got collective. Interpol and Wil- Wolf Parade. Yeah, and Wilco's they don't... in there too. Oh, I heard okay, the let's slip talk. Of the tongue. Let's talk Wilco. <laughs> no, that that could be the third. Okay, one. that goes along with the with that with the uh, the third in the second influence. Okay, got it. Um, so then I'm, I'm getting a lot of bullet points. Right. <laughs> um, Subplots. I don't. I guess just like what I was talking about before, going to college and seeing a lot of hardcore punk shows and stuff, yeah. and just realizing that short is sometimes better than long and like it's always like been very impressive you'd see a band play and they would play super quickly super like emotionally and aggressively aggressively in a good way yeah and just have so much energy and then it would just be over and it would be like you're on a roller coaster and then you'd be like holy crap i want to see more of that right now but I can't. I have to go to the next show, and I or I have to listen online or watch some videos of that band playing online or something. So it's always been like subconsciously. It was never like a purposeful thing of me writing short songs. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would always just happen very naturally. And I think a lot of that is because I would realize like, okay, I wrote a verse and a chorus to this and an intro or an outro or whatever, and I'm done. Like I don't want to listen to yeah. more of that, and I right. don't want to put anyone else through like <laughs> listening to more of that. Yeah. Like not in a bad way of like like self defeating way, but like I wanna I want other people to have that same reaction, yeah. and I just 
came to genuinely realize that I didn't like sit down and think like, what's the best way to do this? I just came out that way. So I think that's one of the biggest, like underneath the surface influences of my music writing career. Totally. Would definitely be all those hardcore punk shows that I saw in Champaign and Springfield and all that, like just, all those scenes down there were they in basements yeah dirty basements and Mm. just a lot of sweaty people (laughs) surrounded in a circle yeah just the loudest noise you could possibly think of i remember seeing this band from chicago angry gods in a basement in urbana and they had they like their setup they have like the biggest amps like setup that i've ever seen in for a diy band right and it was just so freaking loud i couldn't it like it probably caused like a mini earthquake to the foundation of the house (laughs) and i of course didn't have earplugs in because i was an idiot and was just like all that noise was like literally flowing through my body and out of it and was just freaking out inside about how cool this band was and how awesome like these short quick very loud songs are and i just it just really like changed me in a way that i didn't foresee at all i guess for sure um so when you're writing these these Mm -hmm. songs is it do you write them in order of how they appear on the album um no not really that's not a thing no yeah i mean i i I do like dave and i were just talking on the way here um about setting up like set lists for shows i Mm -hmm. put a lot of thought into that because there is like as you were talking about before it it can get awkward if there's a lot of stops and starts and a lot of pauses and stuff between i mean 17 to 20 songs in a set yeah which takes up about 20 minutes or right. so um i mean that the, the i really have to put a lot of thought into that and put a lot of thought into the quote-unquote track listing of the show mm-hmm. um so that there's a lot of thought there on the album i do think about in a way what would flow right um i've kind of realized that a lot of the songs that start off uh, each of the single player albums are like songs that I would start the show with. So I, it, it does kind Good of like opener. go with the same yeah same idea there. But I do write them just randomly. So. And what are they about? Like there are these mm. stories. Are they about yeah, love, I mean, loss, life? I guess, I guess all that dreams. stuff, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of I've... Um, on at the, at the Buzzer. Yeah, yeah. At the Buzzer was a, like a very nostalgic record to write. Um I like a lot of uh, I I've had been living in Champaign for I don't maybe I guess that was the fourth year I was living in Champaign of my five years living down there and all my friends lived either in Chicago or at different colleges or whatever they moved to I mean one of my friends Brian moved all the way to Yellowstone and works in Yellowstone and it's like he's doing the most amazing work and all this like really awesome stuff. And I'm so proud and like happy to know him, but I never see him anymore. So like I was starting to write like a lot of these songs about friends that I just wasn't seeing anymore. And I guess, I don't know if that's like a way of still almost like in my mind, hanging out with them or something like my friend, Justin, that I wrote a song about called leave it up to Justin on there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. I, in a way, that's also ACDC. That song on there, too, ACDC Changed My Life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like a nostalgic thing, too. So I guess I was just having a lot of self-reflecting. I love my that. Life well, at that point. It's yeah. true. It's true. Graduating college and mm-hmm. and then everybody fucking moving yeah. everywhere else. It's like, what the hell, guys? Like, yeah. we're... It's yeah, cliche, it's a, but it's like a very 
like important and like drastic moment in someone's life like when you're either moving away from somewhere whether you're 18 and not going to college or if you go to college and then you leave college like those big moments where you move away from different communities that you've grown up in is so jarring it is and it takes a while to get used to it takes could take years to get used to whether Mm -hmm. you realize it or not yeah i guess that was all coming out on that record for sure that's that's cool how about the title at the buzzer um (laughs) that was like another thing i mean since i've been like 14 or whatever and started writing music i've i mean i always like you know when you see the news or something you see like justin bieber at 13 like doing this cool stuff it's like why am i like not that cool at 13 or not that like justin bieber's the coolest person i could think of at this moment but uh like you just see all these like people that are accomplishing things at a young age so I've always kind of had this pressure that like I put on myself on probably unnecessarily but it's I just like always felt like okay this is my last chance at like making music and like making a career and life out of this and so like I guess at that time I really thought like I genuinely did think like okay this is like the last single player thing I'll probably ever do and that ended up not being true at all because I just recorded another album but I've and I mean yeah there's I've been kicking around a title for the new album that was like on your mark which is like flipping the script Uh and like oh like maybe like it'll get better you know like I don't know (laughs) so yeah I guess I'm just like I was feeling very dramatic Mm -hmm. at that moment about my own music and being like okay this is the end so like I grew up in a sports family and I've always liked sports. I covered sports for newspapers and stuff. So I was just like at the buzzer seems like a good nod yeah. to almost everything. Yeah, um, like, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite sports team? Like who do you? Uh, Chicago Cubs, of oh, course. Oh, fuck yeah. And then right. no question. Uh, I grew up a I'll Maple Leafs fan chain. too. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lisa just showed me an awesome Cubs keychain. <laughs> it's from uh, like the yeah. 90s probably. And I'll show you my Maple Leafs t-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There it is. That's yeah. a hockey team. Yeah, yeah, in Toronto. I know. I knew that. <laughs> cool. Why them? Um, my family is from Eastern Canada okay. on my mom's side, cool. and I've like I should probably research this better. But my grandma told me once that my great grandma was a Leafs fan when I was little, Aww. and like, and it was like during the they were like pretty good in like 2002, 2003, yeah. and I was like that was like the height of like me being into sports as a <laughs> 10 year old or yeah. whatever. So I was like watching them on the playoffs on ESPN because like that was the only time I could actually see the team. And mm-hmm. I like fell in love with their colors and their Jersey. And this player, Matt Sundin was like so awesome. Yeah. And yeah, just like everything clicked and it had like a family history kind of mm-hmm. grab to it too. So that's cool. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah. Do you go to Toronto much? No, I've no. I actually just went there for the first time with Rat Boys. Oh, uh, nice! Couple two months ago, how, I guess how, it would be. How did you find it? Um, it was awesome. Yeah, did it feel we drove by the Air Canada Center where Aww. the Maple Leafs play, <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> and I was, I, I like literally like I made Julia drive by because I was like, I we're in Toronto, I have to like at least yeah. see it, and we drive by and it was not very impressive. Oh. I mean, it was an impressive size of a building, but like it was just like a gray wall yeah. and I was just like oh like, okay. sorry Julia <laughs> that we took this detour but it was worth it worth it um okay let's move on to number four hmm. or would you have said that sports were not was number four I guess you could <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. um or let's talk yeah, about guitar playing I mean who's oh, your biggest boy. like guitar 
play? Is that what you play guitar? Yeah, I play guitar. Now I play bass with Rap Boys. Um, I learned how to play drums, which I record a lot of the drums on the single player stuff Mm -hmm. um, as well. Like if there's parts that I'm not good enough to play drums on, which there are a lot of, I'll get my uh, friends to do it. So. Um, but guitar wise, I'm not very good at guitar. So, <laughs> so who like, else? Who do you look up to? Uh, like, I guess I I could f- pivot a little bit and yeah. say that songwriting wise, I looked up to a lot of friends yeah. that were um, that I looked up to and was like, okay, I can write songs like that using chords or power chords, which right. is basically the extent of my skills on guitar. Yeah. Um, and just seeing like what they could do with a couple chords, like growing up as kids and being like, like it, it really like that struck and stuck with that stuck with me. Yeah. And I, I really like took to that. And um, my friend Kyle Lang, who played in a band called Easter, which you might have seen mm-hmm. around Champagne um, when you were down there. Um, he was like by far. And I'm not just saying this like out of like my friends, like out of the people that I've ever listened to play music or uh, anyone in the history of the world. I think he's like one of the best songwriters that I've like ever come across and been like incredibly lucky enough to play music with and Mm -hmm. watch him develop songs and see him write things and know where they come from and know how he like the story behind why he said this there and stuff, you know, like it's it's been kind of a very lucky thing to grow up with a lot of people that play music um like dave here sitting next to me and just like you know like uh kind of learning and like leeching off people in a way and like taking the parts that you like really adore and like out of certain songwriters or guitar players or drummers or whatever and just like putting that into how you play a new thing yeah Yeah. well that's what it's all about i mean there wouldn't be you know that's yeah, exactly. That's what this podcast about. <laughs> um, so glad to hear that. But it's nice to be to have a lot of friends that of course, also yeah. are that's, in your corner. That's the biggest influence. Yeah. If there was like a grand finale right. number five, it would be friends. Awesome for sure. Um, <laughs> and and you like, what's your favorite part about playing music with friends? Um, Is it? Do you feel like it's like a secret language? Does it feel like a like yeah. a hangout or more than that? All like, of that, and yeah, I mean, like I I've I couldn't imagine playing music with people that I don't know. Like that. You, have I've, you ever I've, done that? Um, sometimes, but a lot of them, like I mean, with the Rat Boys, we play with a couple different people sometimes, and there's some people that I know through other people mm-hmm. and have or have met a couple times, yeah. but I've never like played music with a complete stranger that I've never seen or met before. Huh. And like that would be so absurd to me and just so difficult because like a lot of playing music is feeling comfortable and you know like relaxed mm-hmm. and or else you'd screw up all the time right. or you'd do something stupid or come up with something stupid, and like that's so much of it is just being around people that you're comfortable with and you like can share ideas with or not feel too dumb being like is this thing too goofy or is it like cool or is this too cheesy and people just being honest with you and there's no I don't I I mean I'm like speaking out my ass because like I don't know like I was gonna say like there's no ulterior motives like but like I don't know because I've never played music with other people like that I haven't like been pretty close with right I no, that's really, really cool. That's like. I love that. Um, and you're so you're going on tour with Dan mm-hmm. as single player. Yes, yeah. In October. Yeah, I think it's the 10th through 15th 
Where um, are you guys going? We're going up to Holland, Michigan. Yes. Um, home of Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Right? I think that's where yeah. I went to college. Maybe he'll be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, It'll so, be your big break. <laughs> just him. That's it. Um, <laughs> so we're going up there and then down to uh, Kentucky. We're playing in uh, Louisville. Wow. As Julia says. Louisville. L- Louisville. Yeah. She's from there. Cool. Um, and then uh, over to Galesburg, Illinois, and just kind of make Is that where Knox is? Yeah, Knox College mm-hmm. is there. Um, they've got an awesome little scene there um, that my friend Matt is like, he holds it together. He's, he's doing such awesome stuff. That's great. Just always keeping bands coming through there. So we're kind of just like going through. We're playing South Bend, too, on that. So it's kind of just going up to Michigan and then down over into a little circle and coming back home to Chicago. Awesome. And are you <laughs> playing a show here? Um, yeah, we're playing at, I, I don't know what Dan is calling it, but it's Dan's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he has a name for it yet, but we I'm getting the flyer fun. tomorrow. Yeah. So oh, good. So we'll know. We'll, I'll find out okay. when I read the flyer good. what it's called. I will I'll record an addendum to this. <laughs> okay. That information. <laughs> um, is that open to the public or is that yeah, like? Yeah, sure. Come to Dan's house. <laughs> the address is. He said it's in Humboldt Park. So okay. Sweet. I haven't seen his new place yet. I haven't I either. Moved. I didn't know he moved. I'll, I'll see you there. Okay. Well, <laughs> duh. Sounds good. Um, you know, my parents introduced Dan's parents to each other. Really? Yeah. Wow. You got to tell me that story. There's Maybe, the is, story. This, is this not okay to tell on the air? Maybe <laughs> no, you can no, tell it me it is. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, so basically, they were all friends with both of them separately mm-hmm. in the 80s or whatever. My parents used to have these huge parties. Um, they lived. They were like Chicago pioneers. Mm-hmm. So were uh, Dan's parents. Cool. And um, <laughs> so they came. They would hire this like piano player named Detroit Clark Jr. Like Great Gatsby type parties are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like kind of. <laughs> they would hire this <laughs> piano player who was like an alcoholic who'd like Hell come yeah. play piano but of he was course. like sick at singing and okay. playing keys and stuff but my dad would have to like go pick him up. And oh no. Him yeah, move his um, but yeah. <laughs> but he, apparently one of these Christmas Your dad was parties, actually really good yeah, at piano. Secret <laughs> <laughs> Um Apparently one of these Christmas parties they just, yeah, my parents mm-hmm. introduced Jack and Cindy. Wow. And, and so thus, the Durleys, uh, the Durley story Kelly and Dan created. were brought into this <laughs> great world. Um, but yeah, so I've known him forever. That's awesome. And our dads jammed together. My dad hosts a monthly open mic, which you're welcome to come to. Do sometime. they both play? They do, yeah, they both oh, play. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. My dad plays. Sometimes they play together. Maybe Dan and I can like play and we'll be a four-piece That'd band. be so cute. <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh, I'm so down. Um, it's in Brookfield. Like, <laughs> cream there. of the crop out there. Um, At the zoo? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but I usually uh, come That's out and sing a couple Joni Mitchell songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh all I should God. know. I actually just <laughs> ran a 5K at the Brookfield Zoo oh, really? last weekend while we're talking about that. That's awesome. It smelled like shit, literally. Yeah, but yep, I've but. always wanted to do a lot of like exercising, so <laughs> maybe I'll come with you next time. I know that's not really like I'm <laughs> no, just talking good. now. But, Have you done that? Um, you know, I, I did a, a stair climb. WGN used to do this stair, or they probably still yeah, do it at the, the presidential towers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did like the first three or four How that they it? did. It was good. I, do, I watched my physical health decline through the years because I, I would like <laughs> it was a good I, marker of how there's four towers and like the first i i'm might be making this up i don't know how many years i did it but i would decline a tower every yeah. year oh, and yeah. eventually i did one tower and was like i, I can't, can't do that and i did it with my grandpa oh, <laughs> and no. like he finished it like pretty much no problem yeah. and i was dying oh, and God. i was like oh boy this so is a stopped. bad sign 
So well, that's exercise has been on my mind Next year we'll then. get you in that Brookfield <laughs> yeah. Zoo 5K. You can <laughs> run past all the elephants. <laughs> um, it was interesting. It was funny. There's a dude running in front of me barefoot. Barefoot? I was like, that's crazy. I can't even walk around the house without socks. On. Really? Yeah. Oh, now I mean, this I is where it gets interesting. <laughs> yeah, Why? Do you have like a fear of... No, I just, well, my hands sweat and I guess my feet a little bit sweat. Like, no, you know, like the ball of your feet or whatever. Yeah. And so maybe that's it. But Do you walk on your hands? <laughs> oh sweaty my. hands. Yeah, I've, I've gotten really good at that. That's good. That's the next single that's play live show. Right? I play with guitar with my feet. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm um, trying to imagine but that. But yeah, no, I, I can't walk around barefoot at all. Wow. So it's crazy. It's scary. You could step on stuff. I stepped on a needle so bad when I was younger. Maybe it's that. A sewing needle. It went like was it through like my heel. Perpendicular. How was it? It was like laying on the ground <gasps> and it was on carpet. So oh. like when I stepped on one end, the it you know, it like popped up because uh-huh. the carpet yeah. has a little leeway. Yeah, and rough. it like poofed it up a little bit and it went straight <laughs> into my heel. And I was home alone and was just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like just freaking out. Shit. You know, screaming. That's and, horrible. And so much pain from a little needle. You should write a song about it. <laughs> needle in my heel. <laughs> needle in my heel. There's your next album. <laughs> it's by Elliot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dave approves. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, okay, let's talk about a song. What what song do you want me to play at the very end um, here? Uh, maybe either leave it up to Justin or where did Brian go? Or well, we'll AC open with one and then we'll close. Oh. One of those because wow. we bought those up, I guess. Yeah, but. yeah. So wh- um, which one? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Um, I guess I'd like to go with like the last influence that. Mm-hmm. That, like I said, the grand the finale influence. Yes. All my friends. I guess leave it up to Justin would be a so, great closer. So that. who's Justin? Justin is the first friend I made when I moved to that new school Aww. when I was younger. Cool. And he, like, we were in third grade. He could have just been a nasty little jerk like every other third grader and right. just been like, I don't want to talk to you because you're the weird new kid. Yeah. You know, like, why would... I know. I wouldn't I want to talk to me. I was the new kid in fourth like, grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, out of some, like... I, I mean, out of kindness, I was about to say some grace of God, like he's yeah, like this is his only kind thing he's ever done. Um, but no, out of like in for me, like it was like a miracle because I'm, I mean, like this kid who was like pretty, he was like the coolest kid in our grade for yeah. sure. Like everyone loved Justin, and I mean he's he's still alive. Everyone loves Justin, <laughs> and uh, it's not like and a, he, in memoriam. And uh, he was just like this person that just like yeah any like anyone could talk to him and mm-hmm. he was just like super funny and friendly as i found out immediately and just really took me in as this new person and i was like so grateful and thankful and still am for that because i mean that literally changed my life and i mean that's how i met all of my friends all my best friends the group of us that we all like hung out with there at that school we're all still best friends now yeah we still text every single day, like constantly Aww. throughout the day. I get from pictures third, from them at work. Third grade. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like all that has like this, this like long lasting thread through my life has been because of Justin. Mm-hmm. So he was always like the really cool kid. And like I said, he was like, like he was pretty popular and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like I. So you're like a sidekick. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like I, I did feel like that. And yeah. like, you know, I was like so proud and happy that and still am. i I'm a, I'm Justin's sidekick, um, but uh, this I isn't mean, Justin Bieber, is it? It's Justin <laughs> Bieber. Right. At 13, he it was so popular sense. because he made this YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, no, but like I, I leave it up to Justin is just like, oh, like, I, I mean, just like any if you need anything done or you need like someone to talk to anything, if you want to. Like if someone's going to do something cool, leave it up to Justin. He's going to do it. You know, like Justin would always be the one and still is like, he's like the person that I like, I like one of the people out of all, like all my friends are, I equally look up to them like as they're like my biggest like influences, role models. All I look up to them so much and try to like model my behavior, my work for like uh, work. What do you call that? Uh, (laughs) Work ethic? work ethic yes well, i was gonna say workload, workload. <laughs> <laughs> i try to do nine <laughs> jobs at once um no but i i do uh i mean i base literally everything i mean it, it's I, I always use this as an example when i tell people this but like the like the way i laugh is because of the way my friends laugh mm-hmm. like it's from like hanging out with them and it's changed over the years like wow. i've i laughed a certain way when i was in high school and i laughed a certain way when i was like later in high school and in college and now I mean, it, there's like little distinctions that come from like you hang around people so much that they just make this certain noise and you start to like echo it like a parrot and you don't even like realize it. And totally. that speaks to like the way you just gather personality from everyone you meet in your entire life. But I mean, w- hanging around the people so much and just like getting to listen to them and laugh with them and stuff. And th- that's like a, a part of their personality that has just rubbed off through me. And that's just one example, but it's like a tangible example. Cool. Like you listen to the way I laugh and that's because Josh Carlson laughed that way. And it's because his brother Jake Carlson laughed that way and then it rubbed off on Josh and then now it like rubbed off on all of us. That's and it's just this so crazy little cool. thing. I know I sound absolutely fucking crazy no, right now, that's but awesome. like I have, that's like the one thing that I would die for is my friends and like obviously family too yeah but like, but like <laughs> <Hi mom>. <laughs> and dave <laughs> my producer dave but um i mean that's the thing i would die on a hill for or whatever yeah. is like the way i mean i would stand up for my friends and the like cherish the life that we've had together and like all of the memories that i mean that's like the most proud thing i can think of in my life so like a lot of at the buzzer was like, damn, I really miss seeing these people every mm-hmm. day. I need to like, I need to work out these feelings of not being able to see the most important people in my life. And that, I mean, that's where like a lot of the songs come from. Where did Brian go? I miss Brian so much. He's all the way across the country. And then leave it up to Justin. Like, no, everything will be cool. Justin will take care of it. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that i know i just went on 10 minutes no i love it that's people no one knows that's what this is about um thank you so much for joining me of course thank you for having me great to see you just babble on about that's what a podcast is for (laughs) um and so here it is leave it up to justin bieber (laughs) on (laughs) lease fm you <laughs> you can find um Sean Newman, aka single player on Bandcamp SoundCloud. Sing- Singleplayer.bandcamp.com. I don't cool. have a SoundCloud. No SoundCloud. I have a Facebook. If you just type in single player, it'll pop up probably. Cool. So awesome. Yeah, Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And this is Lisa FM. Garbage smells this
Just you.